Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and in this issue's cover Forbes India examines the impact of Rajesh Gopinathan the boss of uh, TCS on uh, how the IT giant is shedding its outsourcing legacy and uh, do a bunch of other things in digital transformation. Joining me on the call to talk about his cover is Forbes India's Harichandan Arakali. Hi Hari, good to have you back. Hey Abhishek, nice to catch up with you again. Thanks. Uh, what were some of the key shifts that uh, Mr. Gopinathan and the top brass witnessed in the last uh, few years for them to start moving their efforts from being merely a partner that offers IT services to you know, doing something more than that, uh, rather more than just executing projects? You know, we see them as a very large IT outsourcing company. But uh, for a fairly long time, they've actually been uh, a much more sophisticated provider of technology services. They provide a wide range of uh, you know, IT and software-related uh, tech services, you know, including the sort of most modern cutting-edge or bleeding-edge, if you want to put it that way, uh, AI, machine learning, and uh, so on. So yeah, in terms of uh, the shift, I mean, it was a, a nice a small anecdote that... Uh, I uh, got to uh, hear about uh, while reporting for this story, uh, which is that a few years back, uh, some of the senior most executives uh, went on a longish trip, visited many different places, met a lot of important customers, met uh, even went to things like uh, you know shared workspaces uh, where startups worked. I mean, you know, this was before COVID. Came back with a lot of uh, uh, ideas and takeaways. But what they boiled it down to was that there was going to be a lot of attention being paid to automation uh, as a stepping stone towards uh, an AI-led future, which led uh, Rajesh Gopinathan, the CEO, to think about uh, what TCS uh, uh, needed to do. That was kind of uh, the beginning point for the whole uh, 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 machine-first delivery model that they uh, they have now uh, adopted for a while now. Machine first delivery model, what exactly does it mean? So I guess in the conventional sense, it was based on their efforts at uh, developing software applications, uh, installing them, maintaining them, and so on. Even in the near future, I think a lot of uh, this uh, will be automated. There are many uh, tools, uh, solutions, platforms that are already out there and that are also in the works, uh, either those being developed by TCS itself, uh, by you know, the so-called uh, hyperscalers, uh, you know, companies like Amazon and Microsoft, Azure, and so on, which allow businesses, one, to put a lot of their IT on the cloud, and two, to uh, automate uh, many of their processes using uh, software. So typically, I mean, repetitive processes can definitely be automated uh, quite well these days. All of these things are kind of coming together. You know, so cloud computing is uh, very mainstream now. And that has enabled many of these uh, things to uh, become much more robust and so on. So many different things coming together. What does it take for a company the size of TCS to start embarking on that path where you also uh, you know, write about uh, an interesting one right at the end where the perception also matters in that over time, uh, what might it take for clients to perceive TCS in the realm of uh, Accenture's and the likes, wherein they not only offer services, but also put on the thinking hat, consult, and uh, make forays in those areas. So yeah, there's the historical legacy uh, of maybe having started with things like Y2K, 
and then uh, building large centers in India to essentially provide warm bodies out of India to do the same kind of uh, work that is being done in the US, but back here in India, much cheaper and so on. But uh, today, companies like TCS have uh, evolved, as I started out saying, to provide the, uh, the most sophisticated services that their computers offer as well, whether it is Accenture or IBM. And TCS is pretty much uh, in that kind of league today uh, where they can bring what is generally called consulting, which essentially boils down to advising clients on their uh, business problems and uh, talking about how technology can make a difference. So the historical legacy is that an Accenture or an IBM is seen as starting with the business end of things and then bringing in technology. Whereas the Indian IT companies are seen as uh, providing the uh, IT slash tech execution part of, uh, of the whole scene. So that is where uh, things are changing today. And that is where TCS is also now uh, stepping up its efforts uh, across the spectrum from branding to the actual work to be seen for what it is actually. Does it put TCS in a, a rather strong position because they're already good at the business end of things in that when, when it comes to implementing a solution? If you look at uh, the two companies that uh, TCS wants to be recognized alongside uh, Accenture and IBM, they both, uh, and again, uh, when I say IBM, I'm uh, more narrowly talking about their uh, IT services part of the business, because as you know, IBM has many other technology businesses, which probably are not uh, directly comparable. I mean, things like their semiconductor work and things like that. Specifically with respect to IT services and uh, the related business consulting work, each of them brings the entire gamut of services end to end. So uh, they are capable of providing the consulting as well as the tech services that, that follow. The strength itself, I guess, comes from their uh, uh, enormous ability to uh, execute uh, on their projects. I mean, they are what they are trying to do is both internally and externally uh, change uh, the mindsets across rank and file within the company and change the perception among customers and the broader ecosystem in general that they are uh, today capable of offering uh, much more than tech services. And they can offer, you know, at the, even at the abstract level, they can offer uh, business consulting and advice. And uh, how has it worked for them so far, even internally, when you say rank and file uh, to percolate that change across? What are some of the things that, uh, uh, or the programs that they run at the ground level? So I think they've been doing this uh, quite systematically for some time, as uh, Opinathan uh, spoke about himself. Uh, we have this uh, AAA program that is ongoing, uh, which is to create awareness in the first phase in every employee about what TCS really stands for and what it's capable of. And the next phase was to articulate you know, that capability both within and to the outside world. And uh, they believe that they're now in the third phase, uh, which is to amplify their message. And uh, therefore they're paying a lot more attention to uh, their branding and the way their marketing speaks to the outside world. And uh, you know, Rajeshri, the chief marketing officer, spearheads that effort and uh, again, yeah, and as you know, they also recently changed their branding line to uh, building on belief. To put it very simply, I mean, they believe in what they are capable of and they want to convey that message uh, much more effectively to the outside world. To their credit, it appears that they have uh, 
you know, put their hand up, so to speak, and confess that they haven't been great at marketing themselves. Yeah, in fact, uh, we uh, you know really came away from the interview with uh, Rajesh with a lot to think about because he was very candid. He talked about how you know with many companies the branding can tend to be ahead of the reality, whereas with TCS the branding lags the reality. And uh, their whole effort right now is to convey to uh, all the relevant uh, you know stakeholders what TCS is actually capable of. From within the company, there you know it's a massive effort. I mean, more than half a million uh, employees. It's a massive, massive effort to change that entire culture and philosophy to think in terms of uh, the value of what they are actually doing. Some of their competitors perhaps uh, have been very skilled at uh, projecting the importance of uh, the complexity of the problem that they have solved. Now, going forward, they want to focus on uh, how they manage to uh, solve complex problems and the business value that they provided to their customers. And therefore, they want to be seen as providing those sophisticated solutions. And therefore, they also hope that they can be remunerated correspondingly. And how does uh, Mr. Gopinathan lead this change, uh, he's only 50 and you write that he's among the youngest CEOs in the Tata group or also at the helm of uh, uh, any you know, IT giant the size of uh, TCS. So what is his leadership style and, and how has the company responded to it? Uh, I have had the chance to uh, look at uh, at least three TCS CEOs, uh, you know, uh, starting with Mr. Ramadurai and then uh, Chandrasekharan. Uh, who is now, uh, of course, boss of the whole group. And then when he was picked to be to lead the Tata group, Rajesh was named the CEO and has been there for now four and a half years, more than four and a half years. These, all these folks are uh, exceptionally capable executives who project uh, uh, tremendous confidence, but they also all do it in a very uh, quiet, uh, self-effacing manner. So my personal feeling is that that also has a kind of uh, telling on uh, how their image is projected in the outside world. So that this is something that we all relate to in India, right? In all of our families, I mean, our parents and grandparents, I mean, we tend to value uh, achievement very highly, but we don't uh, care about people talking about it a lot. You know, so India, I guess, itself as a, you know, as a culture, I mean, at least that is my feeling. Uh, uh, humility is valued very highly. Uh, achievement is very valued very highly. But now, I guess companies like TCS are in a position where they must go out and be their own uh, best salespeople. Uh, and they have to do this degree of tom-toming what they have done. That is the way the world is working today. Right. Go out there and uh, talk about yourself to get more business and uh, let the uh, you know core value still remain what has brought you until there. But at least let a few more people know about what you are doing. Uh, so that uh, you could expand business among other things. In the interest of time, Hari, thank you very much for your time on this podcast. Thanks a lot again. Excellent, Vishay. Nice to catch up with you again. Thank you. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or any of the apps that you use to download and listen to your podcasts. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.